is risen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's give them a good hand. Amen. Oh, what a morning. I uh, shared with the church a few years ago the, how we salute each other on Easter morning. And uh, the Christians of old used to salute each other, choir and congregation, by saying this. When someone comes in and says, The Lord is risen. The answer from the other party would say, He is risen indeed. So, I'm going to address you, the Lord is risen, and let me hear it. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. Hallelujah. What a morning. What a morning. Truly, this is exactly how they used to salute each other on the resurrection morning. And it continued with the uh, children uh, of God through the centuries, and we lost it. I love Happy Easter. It's good, but His risen is better. Amen. You know, uh, I have don't have much time, uh, but I'm going to try, try and get you out on time. If you have to go somewhere, uh, we'll make it uh, quick. Uh, if you pass by a cemetery, you notice people visiting. Some placing flowers on a certain grave. Others with sad faces crying. And many are grieved praying. You ponder. And your heart is saddened. And you wish there was no death. But... If you have a chance to visit the tomb of the Lord Jesus Christ, as millions of people since he rose from amongst the dead, visited him, you, as I did, you stand before that grave and you smile. All other people stand before other graves, they cry. But you smile with a big smile, with joy. And your whole being is revived because you look at an open tomb and an empty tomb. An empty and open tomb. It's left for visitors and pilgrims to look at it. Why? This is the only tomb in the history of mankind, of humankind rather, the only tomb that is empty. All the tombs of the prophets are there with ashes. But the tomb of the Lord Jesus Christ is empty. And you ask the angels, where did they put my Savior? The answer, he's not here. You're looking in the wrong place, folks. He's not here. He has risen. He is risen indeed. A story of a it's during the Great Depression, not this depression, the Great Depression. Uh, a little boy was gazing intently at the picture in the art store window 
the store was displaying a notable picture of the crucifixion. A gentleman approached, stopped, and looked. The boy, seeing the man's interest, said, That's Jesus. The man made no reply, and the lad continued, Them's Roman soldiers in the picture. And after a moment, the boy continued, they killed him. And the man questioned him, where did you learn, learn this? The answer was, at Sunday school in the mission. The man turned and walked away thoughtfully. He had not gone far when he heard a youthful voice calling him. Say, mister, again the boy. And quickly the little street boy caught up with him. Say, mister, he repeated. I wanted to tell you that he rose again. He rose again. This is our story today. As we celebrate Easter, I would like to review with you in a couple of minutes the benefits of our Lord's resurrection. The benefit that we're looking at today is the transformation of people. Resurrection transformed our lives. All Christians around the world can tell you, He has changed my life. He changed attitudes. Remember, one, He changed attitudes. The news of Jesus' resurrection changed the attitudes of the those many Miriams who visited him, four of them. Mary Magdalene, another Mary, Joanna, and Mary, the wife of Clopas. They came into the place, to the tomb, with sadness. That they lost the one they loved, their Savior. But they left the tomb with a different attitude. Smiling. And they ran to where the disciples were in Jerusalem. Some people think they were in the upper room. They ran there. And to tell them the good news. What kind of attitudes. That wonderful women brought to the fearing disciples hiding in that room. Jesus changed his lives. Before the resurrection, the disciples were fearful, disillusioned, disappointed, and depressed. But the risen Christ transformed their whole beings. Jesus can also transform the hearts and feelings of our 21st century people like us. And he can give us courage and faith to overcome disappointments and fears. Jesus also dispels doubts. Didn't he do that? We heard Dean speak about that. He appeared to the disciples and Thomas was absent. Dean? Thomas was absent and when he was told he doubted that the Lord is risen. The Lord did not leave him to suffer anymore and to doubt anymore. 
After seven days, he saw Thomas and dispelled his doubts. In today's world, numerous people are doubting and find in the news of the Lord Jesus Christ, ah, this is a story told long time ago. It's incredible, they say. Yet he is able, through the Holy Spirit, to dispel any doubt and to change your life and to change your attitude and to give you a life worthy of living. That's what he did when he rose from the dead. And above all, he stands alone to be the only Savior. He still saves souls. A dead person cannot save souls. We don't know whether this man who's dead, this prophet who's dead, is, is saved even. But a living Christ can save souls. And still doing it. By his resurrection, he proved that to the world that he is the only begotten son. The only begotten son of the father and the only savior. Ever since that wonderful morning, the power of his resurrection has transformed and changed millions of life. Did he change your life? Can you attest to that today? And I know the choir have experienced that. Otherwise, they wouldn't be singing heroes. Hallelujah. If he is not risen in your heart, you cannot sing in your mouth. If he is not alive in your life, you are still a dead person in your trespasses and sins. And we thank God that every person who's accepted him as Savior, as the only Son of God, the only one who's risen from among the dead, he is alive. And we are alive. Peter, the one who denied him, the one who was disillusioned, who went to the place, to the tomb, hesitant, not knowing what he's going to find, because they forgot what he told them. We see him, a transformed man, after the resurrection. We see him on that historic day in his address to the Jewish council, the captain of the temples, God, the Sadducees, and many others, declaring in Acts 4.12, this is what he said, and there is salvation in no one else. There is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. Friends, There is no other name. Friends, there is no other God who is alive except the God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is alive and who can give life to dead people in trespasses and sins. Away with philosophy. Away with man's ideas. Away with positive thinking. Away with false theology. Away with salvation by works. Away with religious meditation. Away with religion as a way to salvation. Away with anything that does not acknowledge Jesus Christ as the only Savior. He is the only one by whom we must be saved. Unlike any other so-called gods or prophets, 
who are dead and have turned into ashes, our Jesus is alive and he is able to save and to keep. Are you happy? Are you enjoying this salvation today? It's because he rose from amongst the dead. It's because, let's call it because of Easter. It's because of this great day when he rose from dead. And another point I would like to bring to your attention. His resurrection gave us the benefit of him being the companion for the road. He said, I will leave you alone. I will not leave you alone. I will never forsake you. I will be with you. When he addressed the disciples, until the end of the ages. In other words, until the end of this world. He is a great companion. He will never falter, nor fail you, nor fail me. He is a good one. If we fall, he will pick us up. If we stumble along the way, and boy, do we stumble, he is there to encourage us. There is nothing like this wonderful pierced hand that extends it. And we look at it and we got consolation and comfort and he lifts us up. If we get tired and lonely, is there anyone like him? He is better than a friend. He is there to give us the rest needed. If we get disappointed and we are liable to, he is there to revive our spirits and give us the comfort needed. If your family and friends forsake you, Oh, yes. If they forsake you and leave you, he will never leave us. If we are hated by this world and feel unloved by those we love, rest assured, dear pilgrim, rest assured, dear sojourner, he is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. But a friend Song says we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in him, in our Savior. He is the greatest companion that you can ever have. And if I am speaking this morning, today, to someone who does not have Jesus as his Savior and companion, I'm afraid. I will say it as gently as I can. I'm afraid you are going to have a lonely life and a disappointing journey. And the end of it is eternal separation from him who loves you so much. He is forever faithful on this journey. What a companion. If we leave, he'll never leave. If we leave him, he follows us and catches up with us and brings us back to the fold. If we change in our emotions and our love, he never changes. He said, I am God who changes not. It's in Malachi. He said, I continue to be your shepherd and you continue to be my sheep and The devil, the enemy, cannot even pluck you out of my hand. Rejoice, dear Christian. Rejoice, pilgrim. Because Jesus is alive. He is risen. 
and he cares for you on a daily basis. He said also, because I live, you shall live also. This is the promise. Our life, in other words, our life does not end when we die. We're all going to die. But hopefully, we will see him before we die. This is the hope of every Christian. That Lord, come now. I hope we won't finish this message today before we hear the trumpet sound. And all believers in Jesus Christ shall be taken to be with him. And then we shall see him face to face. Our Lord and our Savior. Because he lives, we shall live also forever. And his final words to the disciple, Lo, I am with you till the end of the ages. This is what Jesus brought us with his life. When he rose from the dead, he brought us all these privileges. And I ask you this morning, are you enjoying your privileges in the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you happy are you happy to have him as your companion on this journey? There is no better friend. There is no better one than the Lord Jesus Christ. And without him, that journey is going to be difficult. And we won't make it, let me tell you that. But with him, he promised, I will be with you till the end of the journey. Until the end of the ages and give you a wonderful life. Did he prove it? Daily. A million times. He's never left us. Do we have reason to celebrate today? Is our Savior dead? He is alive. He is risen. And he's risen indeed. What a Savior. What a friend. What a companion. What a God. Who is our God. At the same time our friend. Have a happy Easter. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Our Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for the celebration that we have. We thank you for these wonderful songs that lifted up our souls to the heavens. And what we can say, the only thing we can say, Hallelujah, what a Savior. He's risen and he's risen indeed. May his life be our life. May his faithfulness be our faithfulness. May his friendship be for us to be friends and to lift up people and be loyal to them as he is loyal and faithful. We pray as we get dismissed, Lord, and each one goes to his home, abode, or friends, or families that will never forget that the Lord Jesus Christ is our Savior, is the only Savior who can give life, peace, and eternal life. Dismiss us, we pray, and we give your name and his all glory and praise forever and ever. Amen. The meeting is over. Have a happy, happy Easter. The Lord is risen. risen Amen. God bless you and be with you. Enjoy the day.